Great morning, holy brothers and sisters! On this magnificent Monday of July 30th, it is the 18th of Av, and in the Kitsur Lakuti Maharan, today's lesson will be called Balanced Baking. There exist foolish worldly vanities described by the verse, they are futility, the work of delusion, Jeremiah 51, 18, and these vanities are identified with idolatry. It is necessary to abandon these vanities and to merit the holy wind or breath of Torah study and prayer. This change from one kind of wind to another is also associated with the idea of converts to Judaism, through whom God's honor and glory are revealed and by which all of the rectifications are accomplished. There is always a good and a bad, a positive and negative, a light and a dark side of the force in everything in creation. We are tasked with choosing life and converting all to holy greatness. All of the descriptions and terms of praise that we apply to God stem from the imagination, which we employ when we compare one thing to another. For in actual fact, God is totally removed from and unlike any of the descriptions and praises that we ascribe to him. Accordingly, when the imagination is refined and rectified, it is then possible to arrange praises and descriptions of God. But when the imagination is not rectified, a person has no idea how to describe God, so to speak. This is a beautiful idea which clarifies well-known problems and ambiguity taught by Rabbi Akiva Tatz. He says that there's a big problem because in, in the Rambam's 13 principles of faith that we were saying after davening, one of them said that there's no such thing as a form or any type of likeness to God that we can ever attribute to or describe him by. So how is it possible in the Torah that it always describes God in physical terms? For example, it says God's feet stood on the mountain, or God's hand came and smashed the Egyptians with the plagues. There's many times it says God is wearing to fill in many physical attributes. So the answer that most people give is that the Rambam says is called Allashum B'nai Adam, which people describe as words that are an analogy for God. Because we have no way to totally understand God in any respect, so we use things that we know, that we can see, that we can apply in our lives to understand something about God. But that's still a major problem, because we're not allowed to attribute that to God. That's exactly what it says. So how is that an explanation really an answer for this? It only begs the question even more. So the deeper understanding of the Rambam's cryptic words are that the Lashon B'nai Adam is that man is really the analogy. We are the analogy for God. Of course Hashem has a hand, Hashem has eyes, Hashem wears tefillin. But it's not the type of hand, eyes, or tefillin that we think about. Because we have no way to comprehend on an infinite level what this means, God therefore created us with a hand so that we understand what it means to give something to somebody. We understand what it means to see with our eyes a beautiful creation in the universe. So by us using the gifts that we are given, we can somehow understand on some level what it means for God to have eyes on a more infinite proportion. Teaching number nine, El Asher Yeshamaharuach, wherever the spirit would go, they went. Ezekiel 112. The tzaddikim, the true leaders of the generation, are identified with the concept of wind or spirit, as is written, a man in whom there is spirit, Numbers 27:18. That is, who knows how to deal with the spirit of each individual. Rashi there. The Jewish people, on the other hand, are identified with the heart, since they are the heart of the entire world. Zohar 3, 221b. The leaders of the generation must blow with this wind or spirit of theirs upon each and every Jew in order to clean off and dispel the dust from them. This dust is the sadness and depression that overtakes them, God forbid. For as a result of sadness and depression, the Jew corresponds to the heart, is unable to catch fire and to burn for God. In this way, the true tzaddikim inflame Jewish hearts to burn for God. People who are filled with emuna have real happiness and joy in their lives. The lack of emuna is what allows darkness and depression into people's lives. Sometimes a person can also burn for God with excessive fervor, and this is not good either. The excessive fervor is identified with a raging storm wind, and that's called destructive. The true tzaddikim also take care of this problem by subduing the raging storm wind so that these people do not burn for God with inordinate fervor. Rather, they see to it that the heart of every Jew should burn for God to the proper balanced degree. Life is all about finding 
balance and being able to accomplish the right amounts. Proper proportions balance and bake beautiful cakes. As always, thank you so much for learning together. If you enjoyed this lesson, please remember to like, comment, share, and borrow. And please, God, we'll learn again tomorrow.